This is History Impossible. Pop Quiz. Uh, let's see, how do I start this? Um, how about with, hello everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I should really just open with the classic, what I'm trying to make classic. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, comrades and friends. We, as in myself, Alexander von Sternberg, and his, uh, I guess, lovely test taker, I can call you, Molly Pan, are back for another edition of History Impossible Pop Quiz. Hello, everybody. She's back. I'm she, back. She survived. I'm here again. Last time I got a... B minus. B minus. B minus. This time I'm striving for more. I don't know if you want to say striving for more, given the context of the story oh we're talking about. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> Striving for a better grade. How's yeah, that? there you go. Be specific. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, as you guys and gals who are listening, hopefully have done, you've listened to episode two of History Impossible, The Union Rapists. And uh, so you'll know what we're talking about. What we're really aiming for, though, with this. Again, pop quiz, seat of our pants kind of thing. We're not really planning things out, but given the fact that this second episode was a little more formless, less narrative-based than the first episode, the original Donald Trump, this one is going to be treated more like a discussion section. So without further ado, let's get into it. I know you expressed some uh, concern about not having a narrative to go off of. Yeah, I think it's going to be really hard because there were a lot of examples Mm -hmm. that you brought up, but I feel like they're all very similar as to what happened and so it's it's probably sh- going to be really difficult for I me, shouldn't I laugh but I, it's true I'm I'm it, I feel bad laughing I mean that's the whole but, point of it no exactly it over, over, yeah and that there again. isn't yeah. yeah I mean there was stuff that distinguished each event of course but yeah it's it's not really about that I mean I don't even you probably didn't pay attention to the dates I wouldn't expect you to Lord. I was gonna ask you for the that's actually the first question of the, uh, this uh this episode's pop uh-huh. uh, okay go pop quiz yeah okay what year did I can't even remember their names specifically because there were so many names in this. Yeah, right? I know, yeah. But the point is, is I told those stories all out of order. There was one in 1863, then it jumped to 1861, then it jumped to 1865. It was just more about sort of the the fact. I think this episode was more just sort of a hour and a half of throat clearing to just state the simple fact that it doesn't matter what war it is, people are going to get raped. Yep, yep. I would definitely agree with that. I think there's there was a, a many many examples of mm-hmm. <laughs> this. Statement. Yeah. Well, and see the and and see mm-hmm. you can already tell we're not really moving through this. So yeah. So let's go. Let's yeah. Go. Let's, right. let's 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 tell. Fire away. Fire <laughs> your questions at me. Okay. Because I was going to explain to the audience that I do have. I wrote. I took the time and wrote some questions to prompt some discussion here. Oh yeah. Uh. So um. I was going to ask if I can uh, reiterate the episode before we start with the questions. Oh, oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, it's it's just that there really isn't a plot, so it's kind of, but I mean, I, I would be curious, like, what you do remember <laughs> from this one. This was a lot shorter than original Donald it Trump. It was, yeah, it was. Uh, you started off talking about the apes. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about how chimpanzees uh, would, during war... Uh, go to the other chimpanzees' tribes area and um, 
beat their kids and rape their women. Yeah. And uh, well, they would incorporate them into the tri- into their own tribe. Right. Forcibly. Right, right. Well, yeah. True. 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 Kind of makes you wonder, like, like how I, I I'm just I was just thinking about this, but like, how much do these female chimps know, like what's going on? They know what happened, but like. Oh, it's man. not. It's kind of like how if like you wonder like a like a like a cat will forget that you yelled at it, you know, for scratching the carpet thirty seconds after you yell. Yeah, you know? but, well, you but mean chimps, how much do they remember? How much well, do they know? Both, just like because I know they probably they don't go willingly, well, they don't go happily, yeah, but then I mean, but like do they adjust then for lack you'd, of a better you'd have term? have to really like think about what the definition of consciousness is yeah and whether animals other than human beings have it yeah like um i think it's like monkeys or apes in general or not in general but the smartest ones mm-hmm. have um the intelligence of a three-year-old yeah but where not they can do the things yeah. that a three-year-old does but they we don't know whether they are conscious or not yeah but i don't know i mean you know, maybe newer news have come out, and I don't, I don't yeah, know about I, this. But last I checked, like we we don't know whether they are conscious or not. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't know. Sorry, I got I just my mind went to that, and I realized like it isn't really the same if they don't really have a concept of what's been happening to them. Yeah, exactly. The like, I mean, oh no, <laughs> you uh, you guys <clears throat> no we're not just, no no you guys listening just so you know. As you might remember from the first episode, Molly does tend to make quite a few dad jokes. I, I don't think this is the episode appropriate for that. And there's going to be moments where she pauses and you might hear her giggling. It's because she's thought of a joke but is not saying it because she knows that it'll be received no, in poor taste. No, it wasn't a dad joke. Anyway. It was um, just a wrong joke. It, uh, well, yes. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I was going to um, reiterate the... Yeah. the the podcast. Yes. Okay. So uh, you talking talking about monkeys, and then you were like, um, "Yes, because everyone rapes when they're doing a war." Mm-hmm. And sort of. <laughs> and then you proceed to tell about twenty eight stories of roughly the same thing, which is, um, you know. People getting drunk or rowdy, men uh, in particular, and uh, going to random places to rape women. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly. You did skip all my examples that I gave of wartime atrocity of this nature, though. I did spend mm. a little bit of time on that, and then I got into like the 26 stories. Um, what were the wartime atrocities? Oh, it was. I just, I just wanted to mention that that was a chunk. That we missed. Oh, it was just yeah, basically yeah. giving examples of like the rape of Nanjing. Oh, that's and, right. Yes, and, you uh, did talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, in Bosnia and all those awful, awful places. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so anyway, but yeah. So basically, and that's real. And that's a shame because that's really all you can say about yeah, what. That's, and that's then what? Really... And then what happened after the stories? Oh, uh, you, well, you talked about like mostly slave women being raped mm-hmm. and how that is just the. It was a thing that happened more often. Yes, because they were slaves. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get into that in a, in a minute. Yeah. Um, and then anything else and that then... you remember? 
It was sad and the end. And you were listening to it on 1.5 speed. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I wanted to say that I had to listen to this podcast. I was so upset about by it that I had to listen to it on 1.5 speed. And sometimes I'd try to speed it up to two. But you like, couldn't tell what I was saying at that point. I could. I could. I was like just really upset and I really wanted to get through it. And like, you know, you know, I'm not like the strongest of have the strongest of of constitutions towards that kind of thing and i shouldn't laugh it just really like yeah, yeah, yeah. rape just really upsets me <clears throat> but i think i, I still <laughs> i think we can i don't think we have to make a t-shirt out of that because <laughs> <laughs> rape really upsets me, upsets me. <laughs> oh god <laughs> No, but that's like obvious statement of the year. <laughs> I know, but like who doesn't it upset? I, I, well, yeah, sure. Harvey well, Weinstein, but uh, <laughs> oh yeah, rapists in general. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so I guess really I wanted to just start off this discussion with uh, just to just to sort of let you kind of say your piece about why chimpanzees are scary to you. Oh, uh, apes well, in general. Yeah, apes in general, but chimpanzees especially, right? Uh, no, gorillas are, like, pretty scary. Yeah, Because they're, they're so big. Yeah, and, like, yeah. yeah they, well, it's because, like, they look like, uh, uh, like, sh- ugly, shriveled people. Mm-hmm. Like, they just look weird. And But there's something clearly animalistic about them. Yeah, they're, they're v- obviously very strong. And they, like, <laughs> c- they'll look at you with their eyes and you know, and you know that there's, like, something behind there that they're, like, looking at you. Mm-hmm. Like when a cat looks at you, they're they're just pointing their eyeballs towards your general direction. Yeah, um, they might look predatory sometimes, but it yeah, it's, but... it doesn't it doesn't strike that same kind of fear as like, well, staring like a an attacker in the face in a fight, you know? Because mm-hmm. then you mm-hmm. see what they're you can see how they feel through their mm-hmm. eyes, and you're saying that chimps have that. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, I haven't seen one like firsthand, but sure. um, when we went to the LA Zoo and mm-hmm. those gorillas kept looking at me like i got very freaked out because i know that they're thinking about there's like a a representation of me inside their brain yeah and that's that's freaky yeah well it's it's because you feel like that there's something again i think i think what that discomfort comes from and you know what there's probably a phobia that you're describing and we just don't know what it's called the uh the apophobia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, I don't know. I, it's not even, but I, but what I'm thinking you're describing is that aspect that is both at once animal and human. And that it's sort of like an uncanny mm. valley, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm wondering that we're if. We're not that far off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's sort of, I think, why using them is a good analog to talk about something like as awful as wartime rape. Mm-hmm. Because it puts it puts things into perspective, I think. Yeah. And it's yeah, I don't know. So but so they already freaked you out and you knew some of the stories about how awful they are, but did this podcast make you more upset by chimps? Oh no, I, I already knew the stuff about chimps. Uh pretty much I all. had to I think in in college, like watch this uh movie about uh, chimps versus bonobos. Hmm. I think actually that's a famous documentary. Yeah, I think I had to watch it in like Biopsych or something. Yeah, I don't think I I ever watched that, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 it was really intense. Well, it's interesting because they both operate as 
close analogs to humans like but uh, like both in terms of dna obviously but also in terms of uh like how they act because obviously not all humans are like conquering monsters some are just peaceful hippies who love sex right yeah so i don't know it's it is a good comparison that doesn't make them any less freaky to look at very freaky to look at okay so before listening to this whole episode how much did you know about sexual assault occurring during times of war like examples of that uh i um don't super much like uh learning about war because sure. uh well i mean i had i mean, we we learned a lot about war in high school I, that's what i mean is like yeah. I, I know you wouldn't have gone out of your way to know about this i was just wondering right, like what right, you were right. taught I, mean, I think i think all that that I really knew was that, I mean, obviously it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, that the rape of man King was like really the only thing that the only time that they like really brought up mm-hmm. rape as like a part of the war. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly, yeah. The education was like, Oh, these two military, uh, um, people's <laughs> forces <laughs> forces yeah. <laughs> yeah um they clash and they use mm-hmm. bayonets mm. oh yeah you'll probably learn about yeah <laughs> yeah and and yeah it was uh not and you know obviously we all knew, knew that it happened but like mm-hmm. it, nobody really focused on it hmm well and i guess it's it, that's not absurd because we never really focused on any of my history classes even in college you know, in college a little bit, there was some, you know, frank talk about some of the things that happened. But, yeah, it's it doesn't really get talked about that much for any number of reasons, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I, Rape of Nanking makes sense. It would be brought up because it, it – it's gross to use the word publicity in the same word as rape. But it's the most publicity rape has really ever had when it comes to history. You know, I, yeah, I mean, it's in the name. So. Well, I think Iris Chang invented that only in the 90s. Oh, really? I might be wrong about that, but... What did they call it before that? The Nanking Incident was popular. Oh, um, wow. Massacre. That seems very, like, nondescriptive. I can only imagine the British came up with it. <laughs> it's so euphemistic. The, the minor convenience of Nanking. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's a good one. That's oh a good my God. one. I'm keeping that in. That was a good oh, okay, one. Right. That was good. Well done. <laughs> I'm golf clapping. Um, I'm a, well. I mean, not to get too sidetracked into rape and Nanking, but like, how much of that was talked about by Chinese school systems? I mean, they love to bring up how awful the Japanese were in the 20th century. Oh yeah, century. a lot, a lot. Yeah. So you knew? Did you know about it back then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. People talked about it a lot. Well, you didn't have any family affected by that, though, because they were all west of there, right? I don't think so, but, I mean, probably. I mean, (laughs) we're going back far enough. We're talking about, like, three or four generations. Yeah, probably not direct family. No. Well, I mean, yeah, it's... Okay, well, so, basically, it was a cursory knowledge, and that doesn't seem too far off from what's typical. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, you can only talk about like rape so yeah. many times because it is the same story it's the same story over there, and over there again. might be like half a dozen variations yeah if and, that and when you're learning about history you're just gonna say mm-hmm. oh there was rape and yeah. people know what happened it's not like you have to describe each incident yeah and that's the thing which is yeah like really unfortunate 
But that's what you have to do at the same time. You can't super sensationalize it. Right. Because then that's just, then it becomes weird and in bad taste. Yeah. And it's, it's a complicated subject. I mean, it is sort of like, if you start talking about it, it is kind of like talking about just people firing volleys of shots at each other over and over again. Mm -hmm, yeah. And that at a certain point, even when it's someone like Dan Carlin talking about it, it doesn't become interesting anymore. Yeah. So. True. Yeah. Anyway, um, we, as you mentioned earlier that you even kind of answered the question very quickly in like two words, I think, mm -hmm. uh, but that, um, that uh, the Union soldiers, uh, white and black, were way more likely to rape black women down in the South. And uh, I think you phrase it as because they were slaves. Because slavery. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But like, just what are, uh, wh why do you think it occurred more often against black women by these men who were supposedly liberators? A more complicated answer. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I have an answer for this one. Oh, good. Um, because they didn't want to rape the white women mm -hmm. because the white women were like people. Val valuable if you, yeah if you will. and um they could get in like bigger trouble mm -hmm. if they raped the the white women but the black women they saw as like not people mm -hmm. so or less people yeah, yeah so they could just do whatever they wanted mm -hmm. and if they were caught they wouldn't be punished as severely yeah well no one was really i mean there were a couple people who were hung for these crimes which is always nice to know but mm -hmm. Um, most of them were given light sentences or completely like question. Yeah. What, um, if someone is convicted of rape nowadays, like what kind of punishment do they get in the army or in the real world? Oh, like, uh, oh, I, 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 I would, I was thinking, I would imagine in the army, there are stories of, uh, male soldiers assaulting female soldiers. Cause now we have, you know, mixed gender battalions and stuff now so i would imagine that that would involve a dishonorable discharge and you maybe even would see jail time mm -hmm. i don't know it just mm -hmm. depends wait so they still don't do anything about it <laughs> i don't know i i'm not i'm not gonna come down on one side or the other yeah, about that because yeah. i'm not yeah. sure I but, want, so i wonder what well with sexual assault laws them, there's degrees they don't I know put them to death right no no that's so that's like been the abandoned fact that, yeah the fact that some of these yeah. guys got hung that's actually more severe yeah. punishment than, than nowadays? Yeah, I'd yeah. say so, yeah. I mean, especially if it was a black man raping a white woman, you basically signed your death sentence mm, if you did yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Um, which is not surprising mm, at all, Yeah, unfortunately. But, yeah, the... Um, no, but in terms of modern laws, I think there's first, second, and third degree of uh, sexual assault. I don't specifically know what separates them. First degree usually implies, like with murder at least, premeditation. Which I guess if you were a premeditated assaulter, you are doing something far worse than doing it at the spur of the moment, I guess. I, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's just interesting. That was yeah. a good question, though. Um, okay. So anyway, we were talking about... Uh... About why you think it happened against black women more often. Right, right, right. And I, did I get that, quest that question right? Yeah, absolutely. Yay! I mean, did you catch... Ding, you... ding, ding, ding. <laughs> for me! Did you catch the... Because um, uh, the... you, didn't, you didn't bring up, though, the part about how... In some cases, the um, the slave women were raped to send a message to the white women. Oh yes, yes, yes. That was yeah. another. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, that, that was, was probably another. one thing you wanted to forget. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's that, I would like to forget the the entire sure, episode. But... Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend it 
said I never heard it. No, it's it's really important though. It's important. thank you, yeah. thank you. No, it's important to <laughs> treading on no. mighty thin ice here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna fire me? <laughs> yes. No. no. <laughs> My job. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so just the idea of it, like, using it as a terroristic tool was what I was basically saying. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, what what were your thoughts on that? On, like, did that surprise you? Because for some reason it surprised me when I learned it. Hmm, hmm, to, yeah, to, like... Uh, to demonstrate yes. how savage and well, just like violent we they could are. be doing this to you, but we're choosing not to. Yeah, which yeah. is like, there's just something really spine tingling about that to me. Mm, it that, is gross. I mean, it's all gross. Well, yeah, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about that, and of course, the other stories I got into about the uh, the black soldiers who were egged on by their, or even coerced sometimes by their white soldier brethren to rape white women mm. and then those guys could you know feel like they got something accomplished without any of the consequences yeah which yeah we'll get into that a little bit later actually in a little more detail but actually no we'll get into that now uh just so what were your thoughts on that on that notion of uh well what we can also get into the, the how that in a way is sort of an act of vicarious redemption in their in their opinion i mean uh, how is it vicarious redemption? That they are liberating these, that, that this, well, rather, yes, that they're liberate, that they have liberated these black men. They're not savage like the Southerners, so we're gonna let them, quote unquote, have their revenge on their former masters. Like that lets the white soldiers feel good about themselves. Like that they are. That's so weird. I know that they're defeating. That it's like not only are they defeating and humiliating their enemy, they can feel like they're doing it for a righteous cause. You know? Oh yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, that that's what I mean by vicarious redemption. I, I, yeah, you know? I don't know if I remember that part. I probably don't remember that part, but um, that was the most challenging part. I'll be yeah, honest. Wow, that's really. That's really weird. That's also known as white allyship, I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the extreme. To, well, yes, <laughs> obviously. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, I guess... Um, Did I just blow your mind again? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, super, I, that's, that's super twisted, dude. Yeah. That's real twisted. Maybe my imagination is overactive, but I don't think it is. I, I know Kim Murphy, who wrote the book I'd Rather Die, my main source for this episode... I know she thought so. She convinced me. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, uh, well, she never used the term vicarious redemption, but she definitely talked about how a lot of this awfulness was basically doubling as sending a message as well as just being a crude monster. Mm-hmm. Like the, the one, the, the terroristic rape is really the most upsetting kind there is, if you ask me. Yeah. Like it's this. the one thing that you can do to someone like to multiple to, people by just doing it to one yeah exactly and <sighs> yeah. like um it it's more than just physical pain mm-hmm. it's emotional it's everything yeah, it's like yeah. it's like the the worst thing you can do to someone short of like killing them or like maiming them yeah exactly yeah in general though what are your thoughts on vicarious redemption though the concept of it oh i think it's probably the worst thing ever just in general yeah well i mean um what other examples are there uh jesus oh well i mean worst thing ever obviously (laughs) don't put that in don't put that in (laughs) 
No, no, no. Jim. <laughs> <My son. laughs> no, like uh, uh, like the what Christopher Hitchens would call uh, the sacrifice of Jesus. That's vicarious redemption, scapegoating. Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean. All right. So you're not just like you just aren't taking responsibility yeah. for what you've done mm-hmm. you instead you're like you're you're transferring all of that guilt onto someone else exactly exactly um, yeah that's um it's not cool man no it's not cool it's, a, it's a, so here's here's my opinion about sure it. sure it's not cool man <laughs> that's it <laughs> <laughs> it ain't cool dog oh man no it's not i yeah it's um it's, <laughs> to say the least um yeah that's uh that's really all there is to say about that, I guess. Um, okay, so one thing I got into with this and sort of this is what was more meant to appeal to the sort of military minded history fans, the idea of occupiers versus the occupied and less the psychological aspect of it. But maybe there's a psychological aspect to this. But why do you think soldiers engage in rape as occupiers and rarely as the occupied? Oh, um, because when you're the aggressor, mm-hmm. it's, like, easier to be like, I can do whatever I want to you. Why do you think that is? Um, well, I've never thought about that question before. Well, like, why an aggressor? <laughs> like, well, but you, because you made a very insightful point there. You said oh, that you. it it's, well, but for real, you said that an aggressor, which is an invader, an occupier, right. feels like they can do whatever they want. Yeah. They're, they're given, um, you know, carte blanche on whatever or whoever mm-hmm. they want. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that, that, that the aggressor absolves responsibility from himself in a time of war, especially? Oh, it's the whole Hitler thing. What? Wait, wait a minute. You're bringing up Hitler for once. I'm bringing up Hitler. What is this? Yeah, what is this parallel universe where you bring up Hitler before I do? What what do you mean, the Hitler thing? Because, like, um, when Hitler became really powerful, uh, people were doing his bidding not because they also shared his hatred for Jews. It's because they... A lot of them did, but... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them were doing it and doing horrible things Mm. and being like, oh, I'm not responsible for this. Hitler is. Uh, he's they're they're like I was commanded to be horrible, mm, following and, orders. Yes, yeah, and so yes. and so it's not me. I'm just doing this thing for my dear country or my leader. Um, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the um, the Bilgram experiments, mm-hmm. what those showed, mm-hmm. which you know, g- probably for the best that we have ethical standards now, but we're never going to get results like that in a psychological study again. <laughs> those yeah. th- that was like the most pro- that's the most profound psychological study ever created. I'm, I'm willing to say that. Yeah, but only really because I'm a history f- nerd. So <laughs> and a psych nerd and a psych nerd. <laughs> but in case you guys don't know about the Milgram experiments, it basically showed that the just following orders excuse isn't just some flimsy excuse. It can be for sure, but the end of the day we are all very easily manipulated into doing things as long as we don't think that it's our fault for doing it it's very profound um okay well so you you had a good answer for that you're gonna get a bump in your grade for this one though this is this is more of a discussion section though than a pop quiz about the events because that this was formless so yeah. yeah okay so why do you think 
and actually I'd be curious to know if you even knew about it until you like before you came here, but it's hard to say what other cultures think about the US Civil War, but why do you think the Civil War is treated any differently than other wars when it's talked about? Oh, um, well, that's because uh, it was, like, the North versus the South, mm-hmm. and the North was all like, we're so great because we, we don't, don't have, have slaves, slaves. <laughs> yeah. and you guys are backwards. And the South was like, no, you guys are backwards. We want slaves, and stop telling us what to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to secede. Um, and then the... <laughs> <laughs> that was a great description of the U.S. Civil War. Thank you. <laughs> you should do a history podcast <laughs> that the... are like 30 seconds long. <laughs> and then the North was like, we're going to beat you up. And then they did. And mm-hmm. then uh, ultimately, obviously, because we don't have slavery anymore, well, yes. <laughs> the North won. And yeah. so like now I think unless you're a confederal confederalist. Confederate. <laughs> A confederate the confederate states of america no no, no. Confe- confederalist like the, someone who supports the confederacy i think just Confe- conf- i think a confederate. confederate oh yeah, that's yeah right. okay yeah. unless you're like a like someone who has extreme beliefs now like you are on the side of the north yeah right? we're pretty much default like we don't like slavery oh, and the you, north was right and the south was wrong you were you are going to cause such an uproar am i <laughs> for for <laughs> defining it that way with with civil war history nerds or something else we're, we're going to get into that in a little bit just because i wanted to close the episode with a fun conversation about that but what no, you oh. just what you just described is the kind of thing that makes Civil War history heads just spin off their shoulders. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to be so mad at you <laughs> when they hear this. Okay. It, it, um, Civil War history friends, um, please don't be mad at me because I don't know anything. And that's just what I remember from high school. Ah, yes. So I haven't done any research for this. All I know is Alex's podcast and what I remember from <laughs> high school world history or american history okay well so, please don't be mad at me <laughs> please direct all death threats to <laughs> no um no but but okay so you were describing what it was is that like explaining why people think it's a big deal why it's different oh yeah so uh because the north was victorious and mm-hmm. everyone sort of is on the side of the north mm-hmm. we tend to see the 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 north as the good guys mm-hmm. who like you know took over the the country and every everyone was great as there was there was no slavery anymore so you're what you're saying is that the reason why the civil war is treated differently by people looking at it is because it ended with slavery ending because something great happened. Mm, mm, well, um, yeah, and that's a that's a that's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, and like, well, do you know how anyone outside of America like talks about the U.S. Civil War? Because it doesn't really affect anybody else. I don't think scheme. I even like knew America what, had a civil war before yeah. I came here. But then I was a nine-year-old. So. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I didn't. I figured you probably didn't know, but I would. I was going to ask. Do you know anything? Like, when any of our any of our friends, our expat friends, who are from like England or Australia, do they have any thoughts on it? Like perceptions of it? Well, that'll be on the next episode. I guess so. <laughs> we'll, we'll, ask, we'll try we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get into that with, with your, with our friends, but we'll figure it out. But yeah, I guess I'm just wondering, cause I, I feel like, yeah, the British, for example, probably know about the civil war. There's books written about how the civil war actually affected the world's economy. So, I mean, I'm sure people cared, but it just seems like a kind of, overrated conflict that only Americans are going to give a shit about. 
Yeah. Um, well, and so your question was, why did it? Why was it different? Yeah. And, why, and why is it? Why was it talked about less? Yeah. Right? And, and yeah, and we can expand that to why we think. Why do you think Americans see the Civil War as something special? Well, it's, it was our civil war. It's, it was important. But a lot of cultures have had many civil wars. They don't... Yeah, but we've only had one. <laughs> <laughs> it's our of, only one. It kind of makes you think of um, of Eddie Izzard's joke about how, like, Americans have such a skewed perspective of, like, ancient. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, we've restored this building to how it looked 50, 50 years, years ago. ago. No, surely not, no. No one was around back then. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. Like, how many civil wars has China had? Like, hundreds, right? Um, Dozens, maybe? Well, actually, you know what? Ever since uh, Emperor Qing um, united China. Oh, the First Dynasty. Yeah, they're... Uh, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say the Manchus, the the Mongols. Well, The Mongols destroyed China. But it wasn't like a legit war war you mean like two different emperors fighting each right. other right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's what i mean yeah but i guess like they, the civil I mean, I guess. they probably had several civil wars before the unification though right i would imagine oh yeah oh it was like warring states everyone yeah. everyone was fighting that's that where the three kingdoms story comes from mm-hmm. okay i'm not gonna we're not gonna spiral down the china rabbit hole again this episode again <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna happen all the time yeah. um so okay so you just think that it in all seriousness, that because we've only really had one civil war, that that's really what it is. We have some sort of, um, it's not a recency bias, but it's like, I feel like we're engaging in some kind of bias by thinking our civil war is something special. Oh, well, I mean, our civil war was pretty cool because it ended slavery. Yes. Like, that That was like a huge thing. Yeah. So. Well, and it's not, and the thing is, though, what's so crazy to think about is how even though the civil war ended slavery it's not like it was puppies and rainbows for, no no yeah so that's it, it I was think terrible that's, that's what i was saying yeah, like yeah. because uh it was the war that ended slavery it's like we um, have to latch onto that and not we, the yeah, awful realities yeah, well, we, that ha- we tend to have like a positive association mm-hmm. with it and we're like oh yeah like everything was great like people were free afterwards mm-hmm. but really it was like a lot of death and rape Misery. apparently right well during the war and again, there wasn't a lot of rape in the in the terms of sheer numbers. This wasn't the rape of Nanking, but or any of the other instances I talked about at the beginning. But I think it's fair to say there was probably more than only four hundred fifty cases during mm. that four year period. Sure, there's four hundred fifty like reported cases that well that even went to trial, that even were yeah. recorded. Yeah, and we don't have Confederate records either, so we just don't know. Like, I mean, they probably weren't. That's the thing is that like, and this can feed kind of nicely into my final bit that I just kind of wanted to talk about with you because it involves those Civil War history fans are going to be all mad at you now. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> I'm sorry! <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just funny. It's because, like, it's not just that it's a provocative title to say the Union Rapist. It's that it's just not only impossible to know how many Confederates actually engaged in something like this. It's just not that likely that they did because they were occupied. They weren't occupiers. Mm. I mean, they did. there is cases where it happened, but it sounds to me more like those are cases of people who were probably rapists regardless of when war was on or not. You're thinking, you're, so you're thinking that, oh, I don't know if this is like a sure. scientific fact or historical I, fact, I, but you're, so you're, you're thinking that the geographic location of mm. um, the rapes matter, right? So you're saying that like if someone's going into someone else's territory, they're more likely to rape. 
Uh, yes, because it's because rape is an act of conquest. It always has been. Right. And what are you doing when you occupy? You're conquering, mm-hmm. even though no, is, we're supposedly not. No, this is, is this like a like a fact? I'm sure it is like stated as a fact elsewhere. This is just my interpretation of okay. every single war I've read about. Right. I very well could be disproven by like. I don't know. I mean, well, or, I was about to civil war buff friends. <laughs> I was go hell yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing is that these people, I knew I was going to be pissing off civil war fans with this because you know they are a very pedantic bunch. It's a very serious community. <laughs> and now you really piss them off. Oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's I've I they're a sunk cost for me now at this point. <laughs> oh no. No, they um, but like this episode prompted a lot of pushback. From not that many people, but uh, in the Hardcore History of Dan Carling group, there was a lot of people calling this Fox News Confederate ap- apologia and just... Why like, were they so mad? Because I called it the Union Rapist. A lot of them were engaging in, I don't have to listen to it, I know what it's Wait, about. Wait, but, but why are they mad that it's called the Union Rapist? Because they're thinking I'm being provocative and, and dishonest to basically be an apologist for the Confederates. Wait, so, they, so they're under the impression... That the the union didn't rape at all. I don't think they even care. I think that they. I don't even think they know about it because again, they didn't listen to the episode because they're so on the side of the union. That... Well, and like yeah, but they, well, they because of all the controversies we've had that actually has ultimately ended in the death of someone, Heather Heyer in Charlottesville. There's been a lot of to do lately about Confederate symbols. So it's a very dicey subject, and I think that because it's even talking about uh, the union in oh, a negative, are very sensitive yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's to speak negatively of that. the good guys, like you were talking about, right. you know, right. it it by default makes them assume I'm being an apologist for Confederates. Right. Okay, I get it, I yeah. get it. Um, so yeah, so I mean, like you know, everybody wants their hero to be perfect, but. Mm. Apparently, the Unionists were not perfect. No one is perfect. Yeah. That's sort of the point of the whole episode. Oh, God. <laughs> no one is perfect. In fact, everybody's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's the message of every one of your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> have forced you down this rabbit hole onto this journey again now you can forget it forever yeah i think i might have to take a forget me pill well the next the next episode is going to be a lot more fun uh oh wait but you don't like guns oh i mean i don't mind listening to stuff about guns i just don't want to touch one ah (laughs) well the next one is is kind of fun Okay. So I think you might right. end up remembering that one a little bit more, a too. fresh breath of air, if you will. Yes, a breath of fresh air, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, so that might have lowered your grade a little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> but considering how well you did with our discussion... And how you actually managed to blow my mind a couple times. Oh, snap. 
I'm glad I was able to blow your mind two for two now. Yeah, nice. Uh, but you blew my mind a couple times. I'm giving. I'm gonna be giving you an A minus on this one. <gasps> Yay! A you- Chinese C. <laughs> <laughs>